Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, personal bestie. Welcome back to a brand new episode. Today's conversation, we are talking about how to break out of the diet mentality and think about food neutrally. A lot of this podcast, you know, in its beginning phases, two, almost three years ago, was talking about this idea of diet mentality and trying to break it. And I haven't talked about it in a while, honestly, because that feels like a separate phase of my life. I've really moved on from that and I feel like I'm at a good spot where I am thinking about food pretty neutrally but I was thinking about it the other day of like how did I actually get here so I wrote a piece for medium it was nine different things that I did to break out of diet mentality into food neutrality or food freedom whatever you want to call it just thinking about it in a more positive place and anyways I posted it it got very little views. So I know that you haven't read it and that this will be brand new for you. But if you are interested in maybe some of the other posts that I do on Medium, I will link it down below. You can just search my name, Emily Kaufman. But I'm also going to be bringing it to you here in a podcast version. So with that, let's talk about how to break out of that mindset. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. So there are nine different things that I had mentioned earlier we'll be talking about, but I don't really know what to call them. Like they're not steps. There's no like, oh, take these nine steps and then you're good. There's no right order, but I don't know what else to call them. Like nine things I did that just seemed weird. Like thing one, thing two. I don't know. We'll call it like things or steps, but just know that this isn't like an exact plan. So Thing number one is there's no one right way of eating for everyone. It's all about finding what works for you and your lifestyle. I remember thinking when I'd like go to the magazine stands at the grocery store and you would see like vegan health, keto, how this celebrity lost this much weight, how this person did it. And I would read all of them like waiting for that one answer. But what I quickly realized was everyone seems to have a different one right answer because there isn't a right way. There isn't a wrong way. It's going to depend on you. So if you ever hear someone talking about this way is the healthiest or this is the way to do it, just know that a lot of times it's a lot more opinion based than it is fact based because there's a lot of ways to eat healthy and there's a lot of ways to best eat, right? And so if you're struggling with what works best for you, Some things to consider are start by taking a break from focusing on what you're eating and instead focus on how it makes you feel. Keep in mind that this will take some time and, you know, it can't be immediate of like, oh, I ate healthy this one day or I cut out this one food group this day and now I feel this way. This is going to be like trial and error of what works for you. 
And on top of that, don't be afraid of maybe tracking how it makes you feel. I know that tracking does get a bad rap, especially if you're trying to think about food more neutrally instead of diet mentality. You're like, I don't want to keep a food log. And if that doesn't serve you, that doesn't serve you. But if you're someone who has a really analytical mind, I have a very analytical mind. I want to go back and be able to pinpoint to certain things, notice trends, all of that. So I sometimes find it helpful, and especially at the beginning of this, found it helpful in order to figure out what foods really fit for me. Thing number two is you can choose to hold on to certain preferences or rules around food when they serve you. But just remember, like, it doesn't have to be forever. And if it stops serving you at some point down the road, feel free to throw it out. But this whole idea of food freedom and food neutrality, you think, means no rules. But we're still allowed to have preferences. We're still allowed to follow things if that serves you. It's just making sure that if they don't serve you, you toss it out. Or you're making sure that you're actually doing it for the right reasons. Because one of the things that I've learned is some people enjoy having certain rules and guidelines that they follow around food. So if you're one of those people, you can decide which ones work and hold on to those. For example, maybe you feel more balanced when you don't eat out during the week. It's not a problematic rule to have because it doesn't leave room for judgment and you're not feeling shameful if you do it. You're just like, maybe I don't feel as good or maybe it just brings me more structure and it gives me a better schedule. I eat out on weekends and I cook during the week. However, when this kind of does go into that like messy territory is if you then go out and eat out during lunch, you feel like guilty or you get into this obsessive cycle. That's kind of when you know that these rules are more working against you. So when you're looking at food from a neutral standpoint, just recognize these rules as tools or not, and you're allowed to let go of them at any time because you're the one creating these rules for your life. So a lot of people do still find freedom in letting go of their old rules because you realize that finally you have the ability to make your own decisions and you don't need to feel bound by anything. Thing number three to help you break out of this diet mentality is you don't have to make a statement by eating or not eating what someone else offers to you or what you order or what is in your diet. I think a lot of time, you know, when I would start a diet, it'd be like, okay, this is the rules that I'm following. So now I am the type of person that never eats pizza. I'm the type of person that never eats dessert. And it'd almost be part of like, my identity or this is like what makes me who I am and I'm sure if you've been on a hardcore diet before maybe like you're known in the group of your friends is like oh yeah she's the weight watchers one she's the like slim fast one like right like whatever that kick is you're on but the things that we eat like we don't have to make a statement by it right like if someone offers you food and you want it or you don't want it you can just say like a simple no thank you and it doesn't have to be like oh yeah, I'm turning down to the dessert this time because of this, this, and this, or, you know, making a big statement about it. It could just be like, oh yeah, in this one situation, I'm going to say yes or no to this, but maybe in a different circumstance, it would be different. And it's just because of what I'm feeling right now and it's no big deal, right? Like each food decision we make is no big deal. It doesn't make a statement about yourself. Along similar lines, thing number four is it's okay to eat things that aren't as wholesome as you'd prefer, 
even if you think of yourself as a health conscious person. If you're a health conscious person, you don't have to feel guilty about eating something that isn't as like, quote unquote, clean as you would prefer. Rather than worrying that an unhealthy food will impact your health and well-being, think of it as just another thing you eat. It doesn't make you a bad person to enjoy the occasional treat, even if you aren't someone that normally has it. Right in that situation I mentioned, maybe you are someone that doesn't eat dessert a lot. It doesn't serve you when you're by yourself, you never eat dessert. But then you're at a birthday party and the cake looks awesome and you want a slice. Like You're allowed to do that even if you don't normally do that. Because a diverse diet is so much more important than sticking to the same group of healthy-only foods all the time. Eating one thing does not define who you are or what kind of dieter, cook, person you are. So just wanted to solidify that one more time. Thing number five, you are not backsliding if you don't eat exactly how you want to every single day. One of the biggest traps that people fall into when wanting to improve their relationship with food is they get really hung up on eating exactly how they want every single day. Now that they have this freedom, they're like, okay, I'm going to enjoy all these foods or go crazy or whatever it is, right? This can lead to a lot of inner turmoil and negative thoughts if you don't meet your goals 100% of the time because it is still something new. The truth is, though, that it's not possible to eat exactly how you want all the time. Sometimes you won't have access to the foods that you love. Sometimes you won't have time for your favorite meal rituals or sometimes it just doesn't appeal to you as much as it used to. Like our taste changes, everything changes and so sometimes it'll be someone else that decides what you get to eat instead of you. Intuitive eating it's always about like what you feel like right but what if you're stuck on an airplane and you're very limited by options right I've been traveling a lot so I'm always into that I'm like okay I have the option of like the one burger joint that opened at the airport right like these are totally normal things they happen to everyone you don't have to be like so tuned into your body and how it makes you feel that you're like oh my gosh my body really wants this right now when it's just not an option like there will always be days when things don't go as planned or as appealed to They don't make those days failures. It just, it is what it is and it's a part of life. So don't overthink it. Number six, if you overeat something and you feel sick afterwards, it's not your fault. I don't know if this is just me and having weird taste buds or a weird personality, but sometimes I'll just get so into something. Like I got really into grapes one time and I had so many grapes my stomach was so acidic that I felt so gross and then I'm almost beating myself over that right like it's a healthy food but oh my gosh I overdid it like once again brush it off these things happen like it's just a work in progress you're just learning all of that number seven you can eat food for nourishment you can eat food for pleasure you can eat food for a social connection or None of those reasons or all of those reasons, right? Like the whole point of being in this place of food neutrality and getting out of the diet mindset is we're reconnecting with the fun of food. Like food can be nourishment, but it's so much more. Like we can find pleasure in eating. We can find connection with the people that we eat with. We can find celebrations around food. 
Becoming neutral about food doesn't mean you give up enjoying it. And please don't think that's the point of it. It's just that you give yourself, you stop giving yourself a hard time for being human. Like food is more than just fuel. There's so many wonderful things that it has to offer us. So let go of the guilt surrounding your choices and labeling things as good or bad. And you can start to enjoy it and have pleasure around it. Number eight. This one's a little different than the rest, and you might be shocked by this one. But you can try different eating patterns without saying without saying anything about you as a person. You can try flexible diet. You can fi- try veganism. You can try Mediterranean diet. You can try whatever you want. Like this one, I want to stress because people think that what you choose to eat says something about you, and it doesn't. And so if you're someone that's now thinking about food more neutrally, but you're like, I actually do want to try maybe vegetarian or eating like a vegan, that's not you then falling back into this diet mindset, right? Like eating a certain diet does not put you in a diet mindset, right? This whole idea is just breaking this bad relationship we have it with food and thinking things as wrong and bad or guilty and shame like that's the part that we're throwing away we're not actually throwing away any part of it so if you still want to try out different eating patterns you can just know that you don't have to be as strict about it and you can just explore it and drop it at any time all those things that we already mentioned because when you accept all foods as being morally neutral and you understand that there's no one way to eat then you can open yourself up to exploring different ways of eating which in turn will help you learn more about yourself and your body, and your preferences. So I get, so I say go for it, right? It's all about the intention behind what you do. And number nine, this is the last thing. Food doesn't need to be everything in your life. There are plenty of other things to enjoy and focus on besides for food. Food and exercise don't have to be everything. There are so much other parts that you can go enjoy. I know that it's really easy to get caught up in the quest for health and letting it consume your time and energy. And I know, you know, especially with this podcast, it's something that I talk about a lot, right? All of my episodes have to do with either working out or nutrition, something like that. But I actually don't think about it too, too much in my day to day. Like I talk about it, but then it's not like all encompassing. I don't stress about it. The truth is that while our health is so important. It's not the only thing worth living for. You don't need to exercise five times a week, every single week, or skip dessert 100% of the time. Like It's possible to still be healthy enough and not go overboard. And there's plenty of other things that matter just as much as your eating habits and sometimes more. So enjoy the gym. Enjoy what you're eating enjoy other aspects of yourself outside of those things and just make sure that your body and mind gets rest days just like everything else so i hope that kind of what you got out of this is that thinking neutral thoughts about food makes it less stressful and more enjoyable not just for eating but more enjoyable with your life it reminds you that food is just one part of your life and not your whole life And it's a simple idea, but I know how easy it is to forget, especially when you're in the middle of diet mentality. Like, it always sounds so easy from the outside looking in, but there's been 
many years when I was stuck in that place where I couldn't see it like this. So I hope that even if every point that I mentioned here didn't stick with you, maybe there's one that you're like, I've never thought of it that way. Or maybe there's one idea that I said with you that if you strongly disagree with me, maybe think of why you strongly disagree with me. You can disagree with me because I'm wrong, but is it also because you're thinking about something different, right? It's always just interesting to think about. So, you know, I hope that for you, food is a source of pleasure instead of stress. I hope that you can kind of find some tools to change your mindset so you can start enjoying this again without guilt or judgment. And with all that being said, I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you're able to kind of give yourself a little bit more relief, a little bit less stress of trying to overthink everything and just kind of enjoying the process no matter where you are in this. Even if you're still at step one of, you know, this is all kind of overwhelming or if you're a natural intuitive eater, right? You can be anywhere on the spectrum and it always changes. So with that, Make sure that you're subscribed and please send this episode or this podcast in general to a friend who you know would help them too in their health and wellness journey. Send it to a friend, roommate, sister, brother. I appreciate it so, so much you helping spread the word. So with that, I will see you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.